crawling arachnid prosecuted. I want him strung up by his web. I want Good morning, Auburn, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. As always, I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside my car man, Davis Carroll, and the incomparable Alex Houston here today. We'd like to welcome in our listeners from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex and around the world, however you may be tuning in today, whether that be through your terrestrial radio antenna, through the information superhighway at WEGLFM.com or listening after the fact to our podcast. However, you get your podcast on your player of choice. We are happy to have you joining the show for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And now, as always, we are broadcasting live from the Bradley-based and WEGL studios here in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where it is a lovely, chilly 40 degrees and sunny outside this fine Thursday morning, welcome to the week one finale of Compact Discourse for 2022. We wish you a most sincere buenos dias, good morning, bon matine, or a good old-fashioned good morning as we get on with the show today. Davis, making it? How are we feeling today? A little cold. A little cold. My face, it's one of those days where it's like... Face cold? Yes. Chills up your cheeks. It's a totally different type of cold than just regular cold. It's the wind that does it. Yeah, it'll get you if you're not careful. And uh, we're going to move around the horn over to Mr. Alex Houston. Alex, how are you feeling today? I also am cold, but I believe I've been in a perpetual state of cold since the Kentucky game. So I don't know if I'm going to recover anytime Just soon. chilled to the bone? Honestly, yeah. I took my temperature the Sunday after the game, and my body temperature dropped two degrees. So I don't know if it's gone back up since mm. then, but uh, we're, we're concerned. We're doing okay. Though. A shocking development, to say the least. Indeed, absolutely. At this point, I would like to remind our audience that if any point in the next hour you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or a highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, if you would like to uh, correct us on that, you can go ahead and call in at 334-844-9345. That's 334-844-WEGL on your touchtone keypad. You can additionally send us a tweet at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. On Twitter, we've had some good feedback so far this week, so go ahead and check out the Twitter. Uh, we've got some good pictures we posted so far this week, including the uh, the saga of the escaped monkeys from yesterday. We got some good shots from that one. And on uh, Tuesday's show, we talked about the uh, night in Jungle Village, and we posted some shots from that as well. So uh, it's a great companion to the show. If you're listening along with us live or after the fact, you can uh, check out CDISCAU on Twitter, and uh, thank you, Alex, for tweeting about it. So uh, we'll move on right into the show. A uh, lot to get to today, starting with Davis. Do you have anything for us? I'm just mm. throwing it over to you. I don't really have anything big. Nothing big. Nothing big. Uh, you know, if if I could remember my dreams, I'm sure I would, because oh. recently they've been pretty wacky. I do remember the one the other day. 
where Chris's dad was like leading a camp of survivors, and I was in it. But then I left the camp for a minute because someone's about to get attacked by a black bear. And when I came back, Chris's dad had abandoned us or me, and I had to go find him. But all my stuff was laid out inside the house. So, yeah, that doesn't sound that crazy in hindsight, but during the dream, it was insane. That sounds riveting. I think if you like, if, if Freud came back and psychoanalyzed my dreams, I'm sure he'd have a lot to say. He'd probably tell you to stop eating pizza before bed. I, hey, man, I, that's a rare occurrence, believe it or not. <laughs> Maybe like once every two weeks. Okay, fair enough. Um, I will say that there is a lot going on on campus today, including but not limited to a Weagle Concerts on Campus series tonight at Langdon Hall. I'll be attending if you want to see me in the flesh. That will wow. be uh, a fun time, to say the least. I uh, heard it was a fun time last week. We've got some members of Sonic Nation taking the stage tonight. Uh, that'll be uh, Hunter Price and Cat Hall, who you may remember from a previous episode of Compact Discourse. They are part of Sonic Nation, which is the university's uh, show band, quite the ensemble. So you're just getting a little slice of that tonight at Langdon Hall. From 6 to 9 p.m., uh, so check that one out if you're in the area. heard it was a good time last week, and you can follow WEGL underscore AU on Instagram and Twitter for all of the updates regarding that. Um, and other further events, we have Tiger Talk coming up tonight. That is going to be at Auburn Arena. I believe it is at 6.30 or 7. Um, so if you are going to the ladies' basketball game tonight who are taking on uh, the Lady Vols of Tennessee, you can check out Tiger Talk before the game. I believe uh, Bruce Pearl will be in attendance, as he usually is. Uh, we've also got UPC Presents Venom, Let There Be Carnage, for our movie fans out there. Uh, this is tonight in Dudley B6. Doors open at 8. Movie begins at 8.30. That's brought to you by our friends at UPC. Once again, that is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, tonight at Dudley B6. Um, do we have thoughts on that movie, movie, movie friends? I did not see it, but I also didn't want to see it. So okay. if, that, if that gives any indication. Is that the one that just came out? Yes, yes. that's the one with Woody Harrelson. And yeah, I, I it did not look very good. I've seen some clips from it, and I'm also not convinced by that either. So, mm. I mean, if you love Venom, good for you. You know, it makes a lot of money. So not mm. sure why they make money, but they do. So, not you know, not yeah. Topher Grace. No, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yes. Tom Hardy is oh. Eddie Brock. Yes, British yes, yes. British dude. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not sure if I can say that British slang for dude or not. What's the what's the what's the bloke? word on that? Yeah. A British bloke. Do I need to Google what that means? It just means like dude. I just told you what it means. Ah uh, yes. It it actually means a man. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna alter what it means for the I show. I don't know, Davis. That's that. I'm up front with when I use slang. That's true, but also you did just describe Tom Hardy, a man who has been in countless movies as, quote, British dude. So Well, I was going to say British bloke, which is... Okay. Get get over it. Get Build a bridge and get over it over there. I, I don't know if I want to. All right, well, uh, some news from campus. Uh, you may have known that Creed Day was yesterday, so... Hope you enjoyed Creed, Creed Day? Day. Creed Day. They played Creed? Yeah, they played Creed, okay. and they, they watched The Office, and it, the funny character Creed made they an appearance. They played Assassin's Creed as well? That's correct, yeah. Okay. Uh, Creed Day was yesterday. I hope you enjoyed uh, living up to the Creed, as you should do every day here in Auburn, but I hope especially on January 26th 
you enjoyed that. Emerge at Auburn is presenting uh, Rob Lawless, How to Talk to Anybody. That is tonight, January 27th. Um, you can uh, visit your This Week at AU email for some more information about that. Emerge at Auburn will welcome Rob Lawless, founder of Rob's 10,000 Friends, an interactive workshop on how to talk to anyone. The workshop will be tonight at 6 p.m. in the Melton Student Center Ballroom, so just upstairs from where we are right now. Doors at 5.30, and the event will be followed by a 30-minute meet-and-greet with Rob Lawless himself. Uh, it's free for all students. He, uh, yeah, so if another thing you need to do, I mean, there's plenty to do tonight on campus. You should not not go, uh, not go hungry for something to do tonight. Um, and just some quick sports news uh, from around the Plains. Basketball team is rolling, as we know. They're coming off their win um, two days ago up in Columbia, Missouri, to defend their number one ranking. They defeated the Tigers of Missouri 55-54 to to defend their number one national ranking that they have captured for the first time in the 116-year history of Auburn men's basketball. First ever number one ranking. And if they can hold on and defeat the Oklahoma Sooners on Saturday, they will hold on to it for another week. Um, another reminder that the 2022 Outlive Cancer t-shirt is available for order. Now, if you've been to a basketball game, you've seen BP give his little pitch on the board, but the 2022 Cancer Outlive Cancer t-shirt is available for order. Outlive raises awareness of cancer prevention and detection, while t-shirt sales and donations raise money to benefit cancer patients and their local hospitals. This year marks the seventh year of the Bruce Pearl Family Foundation, continuing Auburn basketball's fight against cancer through the Outlive program. And if you haven't seen the shirt, it is white this year, so get ready for that. I believe the Outlive cancer game is on February 12th against Texas A&M, so if you're going to be in attendance to that, please consider purchasing a t-shirt to show your support for the Bruce Pearl Family Foundation and early detection and prevention of cancer in the Auburn basketball and entire community here at Auburn. And also for the game against Oklahoma, we're supposed to dress up like it's the 80s in the jungle. It's unclear if the 80s had pants or not, so I think we'll have to figure that out when we get there. They wore there. jeans. I was talking uh, to my dad about it, about what uh, what the what the, the legwear situation was in the 80s. He said they didn't wear shorts much unless it was mm. an athletic event. So Unfortunately, I guess we're having to wait for that if one you've se- If you had seen Back to the Future, you might know, but... There was such, a, why such condescension in that in Have that you statement. seen Back to the Future? No, Davis, I haven't. Have you seen movies... You know when Back to the Future set? Uh, in the 80s. That's all. On, uh, I rest my case. Wow, Davis. I But I've seen other movies that took place in the 80s. Do you know who was name president one. in 1985? Name one. Yeah, name one. Uh, 1985, I think it was Reagan. Ronald Reagan. The actor? Yes, actually. <laughs> you yeah. get it if you'd seen Yeah, maybe movie. if you'd seen Back to the Future. Oh. You know what? You know what, Davis? <laughs> but what? You want me to name like one movie from the 80s? Not really. Yeah, I do exactly. have some space news if you want to hear it. Well, we're going to also have some other news. Break, and when we come back, we'll be talking space. We'll be talking about that team uh, in the nation's capital no. settling on their new no. name, I hear. So no. I Alex is very excited about that. No, I'm not. We will get to that and more on the other side of this break. So don't go anywhere. Compact Discourse will continue after a break. Tweet at us at CDiscAU if there's anything you would like us to discuss or an opinion you would like to get on the show. That is once again at CDISCAU on Twitter. Thanks for listening. WeagleFM.com and Weagle91.1 FM. Keep that dial right here. We'll be back in a few.
Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart. Joining alongside Alex and Davis. We're going to jump right into the show here in just a second. Uh, get back to things. But first, we got weather coming up right here, right now, as it is always happening. We're just here to bring you the report of it. All right. Uh, right now in Auburn, Alabama, it's 38 degrees and sunny. It's going to get up to about 47 here in the morning. 56 is your afternoon temp. Clouds will roll in this evening as it dips down to 42, expecting overnight temp of 39. Winds will be gusting 10 miles per hour, heading westerly. Um, and the sun will set at 5:10 p.m. So plan accordingly. Um, for your morning forecast leading up to noon today, we're looking at absolutely clear skies and mid-40s, low 50s for the day. And looking ahead to the weekend, your next 10 days, Friday, a high of 53, a low of 21. Saturday, a high of 40, a low of 23 for those of you who will be camping out for the Oklahoma game. Uh, but clear skies and no chance of rain, so you don't have to worry about that. And then Sunday and Monday, we will be warming up a bit as the high on Monday will get up all the way to 62. So warmer days ahead as we uh, chug through the doldrums of winter here on the plains, as much of a winter as we can get here in L.A., Lower Alabama, as we like to call it. That's been your War Eagle weather update, so thank you for tuning into that. War Eagle weather. And with that, we will jump back into the show. All right, guys, um, I have the esteemed pleasure of hosting both of both halves of WEGL's premier movie podcast on the on the show today. So what uh what have you talked about? What are you what are you planning on talking about coming up with this new semester of shows? It's been a big it was a big holiday season for movies, I hear. It was. So, uh, so we What's just we just did the uh, home trilogy, which is the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, ending with Spider-Man No Way Home, because we both saw that in theaters. Davis saw it twice. I saw it once. We're going to be talking about X-Men next week, as in the X-Men timeline, just trying to figure out if it makes any sense, how exactly it works. And then from there, we kind of just make it up as we go. I have a plan for one during the month of February, but I'll, I'll tell Davis that behind the camera. So we didn't. Why don't you just tell us me right tell Well, me I mean, right I think now. it'd be very funny to do a rom-com episode on Valentine's Day week, but I, I think. I, I and, I, and, I've, and I've got a friend who's a rom-com expert who could come on as a guest, so I mm. think it, it adds, adds some variety there. Oh, Finley. wait, tell me. Finley's a big, he's a big rom-com fan. So he, he does some good recommendations for us. Cause I know me and you are not the biggest of the rom-com fans. Interesting. So yeah, we're thinking about doing that. I want to get some Harry Potter done this semester as well. Maybe do the Matrix because the recent Matrix movie came out as well. You know, just really, we make it up as we go though. So we'll see where it goes. What movies we're feeling passionate about on a given week. We're going to have to do Back to the Future eventually as well. I agree with that. Yes. Before because, Jack graduates. All right. Well, hey, you know, Jack can always come back as a guest. Even when he's not, he's gonna gr- be working hard. Nah, you'll find the time, Jack. I'll find the time for your I'll, favorite, always, your favorite yeah. show between the lions. My or whatever. favorite trilogy through the hedges. of eighties movies, through the hedges, over the hedge. It is. Where, where in the second and third movie of the trilogy were filmed at the same time. Ah, really? Oh, that, like that, Lord of the Rings, like like parts of the Caribbean. Mm, that's also ah. one. Of the yeah, loose dot connect. Was, yes. All right, good stuff. All right, Davis. Uh, you said you had some space news. Oh, Very gosh. big space news, but uh, the issue is, is from the Daily Mail. Water oh. on Mars. Uh, mysterious object 4,000 light years away from Earth releases giant burst of energy and is unlike anything astronauts have seen before. 
That's not the thing I want to cover here. It could be magnetars, what they're thinking of. But people magnetar? on Twitter, a magnetar. That sounds like a Pokemon. It spins around very slowly <laughs> and shoots out, shoots out radiation. Okay. But people on Twitter say it's the zero point from Fortnite. From Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> they're calling in the Rock to come to come fix it. All right, that's pretty funny. That uh, that made my day. It's happening. I'm excited. All right, that's you, you, the case. You better, you better start. Yeah. You better start training. You better get your dances ready. If it is, <laughs> if it is really the zero point. So, a magneton. Magnetar. Magnetar. Magneton actually is a Pokemon. That's why I'm thinking <laughs> of that. Um, okay. Space news, which is like a neutron star that spins and it shoots out radiation, and in this case, it's turning magnetic, hence the magnetar part, magnetic energy into radio waves, which I've is what found, we're picking up. I found some more space Daily Mail news, and this is quite fascinating. I I just want to say I think we should get our uh, space sources from someone else besides the Daily Mail. I but don't know. The Daily Mail free. seems really reliable. Feel free, Alex. Uh, let's see. This was only five days ago, but Elon Musk offered Tonga residents access to SpaceX's Starlink internet and then said, actually, I don't have enough satellites. Never mind. So, ouch. He no re- comment he reneged on, on that the, guy. He reneged on the deal. That's unfortunate for somebody. Um, yeah, well, even though on January 7th they sent 49 Starlink satellites into orbit. So, interesting. Have you ever seen the Starlink go by? I, I have not. It is otherworldly really it is it is terrifying oh dear um i also thought i saw a ufo one time but i think it was just elon musk up to his his car it was um i was driving all right this was march 2020 right before that thing happened is this it yeah yeah it's it's more closer to that picture of the, the line of oh you mean uh this Yes, it looks a lot like that, if you see it live, That's live, crazy. live and in living color. Oh, so, uh, so I was driving from Auburn, Alabama to Day- Daytona Beach, Florida for spring break, right before the thing happened uh, that changed the world. Um, the end times. Poor Rudy Gobert coughed on that microphone. Um, oh, it was right a few days before that, and I was driving uh, south, so the coast would have been to my uh to my left the east coast of florida also known as the space coast of florida mm. and i yeah I, I saw a ufo to me it was a ufo um i later learned it was just it was elon up to his old tricks it, it looked like a bottle rocket in the way it was sh- shooting sparks out of the bottom of it but it was just like hanging in the air like thousands like airplane height was it the starlight what was it it was uh i don't know it was like a and something space sexy. It are, wasn't, we sh- are we sure it wasn't a UFO? I mean, it maybe was, that's just what the government wants you to. It was think. a UFO to me. Mm. An identified flying object. Yes, but I'm talking about alien UFO. It certainly was. Well, they've changed the terminology. They have because yeah. we're getting too close to the truth. Mm. Oh, they have to move the goalposts. Trump they said do. he was going to release all the things, didn't he? But he never did. Well, he realized. Well, he Davis, Trump said a lot of things. So I don't know if that necessarily. <laughs> that's the uh, one thing yeah. that I hung up on. <laughs> that's of that's, all the, things. that's like, the one thing of all things we were really hoping for. That gets for. two Pinocchios from Davis. That's unfortunate. Hey, Biden still has a chance to release it. <laughs> I think he's got more pressing matters Ooh. to attend to. But maybe that's a discussion for another hey, show. Yeah, that's for the serious hour that's coming for up later. Between, between the. What, between the 
Ferns or whatever. What's it called? Yeah. No, wait, that's an actual show. Never mind. It is. It All is. right. Zach Galifianakis. Alex, what do, you, what do you got for us? I mean, I know what I do have. Oh, I got two things. One, uh, the Broncos have, have hired uh, Packers offensive coordinator. I, think, I can't remember. I think it's Thomas Hackett, maybe? I don't know. Um, a guy we've never heard of. Yes, but so that's because we believe that Denver's making a push to get Aaron Rodgers. Of course, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the nation's capital because— Why? What's your it, reasoning? He can retire and then trampoline off of his retirement into a intense political career, a so guy, obviously. A, a guy known for uh, respecting owners— Aaron Rodgers. Yes, and that maybe means he'll it's get a, he'll get a whole page in the program opposite Dan Snyder. I just want to. Oh my gosh! Yes, it'd be the perk pairing with the worst owner. In Wouldn't professional he want to go to L.A. and meet with Joe Rogan instead? Ah, Joe Rogan lives in Texas, though. Okay, then wouldn't he want to go to Texas and be with Joe Rogan? He could go, he'll play for Houston. He could. Yeah, Whoa. he could go play for Dallas. His old coach is there. This is um. He hated Mike McCarthy. He this is allegedly. Um, I saw I saw a video that that cracked the code of the transfer portal where you just. You look at where the um, the football player's girlfriend goes yeah. to school, and that's where they transfer to. And this is, you look at where the it's science. Who's he where, dating right now? Uh, he's married to Shailene Woodley. When where did he get married? What's her, what's her alma mater? Um, let me. What NFL team did she play for? Let me go ahead and get some research on Shailene Woodley right now. Uh, she was in a bunch of things. She was Davis, uh, so, as we know. She was going to be Mary Jane in Amazing Spider-Man Two before she was cut out. Is that real? Yes, actually. There's a photo of her in the red hair and everything. She talked about it. In she an was in it, and they just completely cut her out. She's she yeah. shot. Yeah, she is I thought from. That was the, for some reason, I thought the that was the girl from Divergent. Yeah, Shailene Woodley. How old is she? Uh, she is thirty. Okay. Is that because Andrew Garfield's a Bears fan? Uh, <laughs> Andrew Garfield's like forty. He is old. Yes, he is. Um, which is why part of that movie didn't wasn't good. Um, how does so, it feel that you're gonna outlive Spider Man? Probably two of them. Hey man. <laughs> All right. Three of so them, maybe. Shailene Woodley is from San Bernardino, California. Well, A Rod's from California too. Yeah. Also, yeah. So. Oh, so I guess that doesn't really solve anything. Where's Danica um, Patrick at right now? What? <laughs> okay. Let me let me do a quick. Quick uh, Google sh- she still re- search. She retired, right? Uh, yes, she did because she was not very good, unfortunately. That's okay. Well, okay it's Alex. a tough sport. <laughs> no, it, abs- it absolutely is, but I just remember the hype building, and then it was a very unfortunate first season of NASCAR because I used to watch NASCAR, and I was like, oh, man. Mm. I was looking forward to Danica crushing, and it did not happen. I know Grayson's pretty excited about the start of the NASCAR season coming New up. New cars. Here, Grayson, so. big NASCAR fan. Well, he likes uh, like rules and engineering. So and cars. In- Makes sense. Yeah. Vehicles, big machines. They do say that NASCAR's overregulated, so o- it does have a lot of rules. Oils and pistons yes. and stuff like that. So, so Danica uh, is from Wisconsin. I don't know where she is right now. Oh, she's in music videos, apparently. Didn't know about that. Formula One speculation building. Mm. So, where did we land on it, on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, so we think Texas, the Houston, so Texas. I think, I think. Of likely possibilities, Miami's a good possibility. That's I think what I'm Denver's thinking. Possible. Like, I think Indianapolis is a great possibility. Do you think? I mean, Arizona's like the retirement home of the NFL, but they're not. They're, they got Kyler. They, yeah. Also, also again. Oh, Rogers, I, I don't. Rogers and Cliff. Rogers doesn't like doesn't like dumb coaches, and Cliff Kingsbury's not looking like a very intelligent one right now. So I think that. I just want to say, if Rogers has beef with like every one of his coaches. Who's the issue there? <laughs> well, no, realistically, he, he obviously is obviously, but he also has clearly stated in the multiple press releases he's released lately that he's not self-aware enough to realize that he's the problem. Do you in remember any when context. he when he had the book on the Ayn Rand book on his shelf, and no. then they were like, "Oh, you're an Ayn Rand fan." He's like, "I've actually never read it." After oh, he quoted it, that's in an re- hey, that's interview. respectable. 
Uh, that's well, a no, lot. he had yeah. quoted, and they're like, oh, so oh. he read, he was like, no. As a, as a man who owns a lot of books I haven't read, he's a man after as my a, own As heart. a man who's watched... I wouldn't watched, quote, though. I also have a lot of books I wouldn't read. As a man read. who has watched too it. many LeBron James interviews begin with LeBron reading a book, and they'll say, LeBron, what's your favorite part? And you'll see him on the first <laughs> page of the book every single I like to believe time. LeBron reads them. No, there's like there's even like a 2011 Heat clip or photo where he's like at the first we, we page of know. the Hunger Games. I like when Camp Green Lake... It has no lake. <laughs> little holes District reference. District 11. <laughs> little, hole, little holes reference for Speaking you on a of Thursday morning. Speaking movies to do on the podcast. All right, we got to head to a quick break. When we come back, the A-Rod speculation continues. If you know where he's going, you can tweet at us at CDiscAU. Other than that, we got some more NFL news to get to. Auburn Tigers are in action on Saturday against the Oklahoma Sooners for the SEC Big 12 Challenge. And a lot more excitement still to come on the plane. So keep it right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. The movie chat will continue as there's still plenty to get to and a whole lot more. So keep that dial right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm Alex, joined by Davis. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, going alongside Alex and Davis, welcoming you into the show today. Hope everyone's having a splendid Thursday morning, as it is the 27th day of January in the year 2022. Welcoming you to the Bradley Basin, WGS Studio. Go. Excuse me, yeah. I'm the uh, coffee. Jack is struggling. The coffee's right getting now. to me. Yeah, that's right, yeah. The buttons are back. We're no, back, no, baby. No. We're back, baby. There we go. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's holding a cup of coffee in that one. Yeah, uh, he really is. Coffee's universal. So uh, we're we the uh, the video live stream will return next Monday. Uh, we're slowly getting getting this thing cobbled back together here. In the studio, but uh, yeah, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Is all I have to say. You think the I first Spider-Man was there? Awesome. Yeah, that was the... a, that was a Modern Warfare Two reference right there, Jack. The more things change, the more things stay the same. Is that same? the one with Kevin yeah. Spacey? No, that's, no, that's no, advanced that's Advanced Warfare. Warfare. That okay. General Shepard to play respect. General Shepard says that, and man, I hate that man. I'm just shows, saying. Shows what I know. Yes, you, yes, do you think the first guy to have a cup of Joe was blown away, or do you think he was like, this could be so much better? I think it was a slow process. I imagine it was initially pretty bad. Like, the first potato chip probably wasn't too good. Uh, I think it point. was. I don't know. Oh, the first potato chip, the guy just, he he was trying to make I, yeah, whatever, I, I, and I he know just put them in the oven. Yeah, because they, they, they make potato skins, but he put them, they were too thin. I bet they tasted fine. I don't know, you know, it's, it's been perfected. Anyway. It definitely wasn't dill pickle flavored. Definitely not, or all the other good. ones. That's my take on that. Thoughts on Golden Flake, sweet and spicy? What is it called? I've never had their signature uh, those, flavor. Actually, the official salty snack of the Auburn Tigers. You've never had? I I, I have not. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna too, be I'm honest. too busy buying the official chicken sandwich of the Auburn Tigers for only uh, three payments of 19.99. So wow, I I'm not a big fan of Golden Flake. Okay, I Fair just enough. think they're the. I'm I'm not a big chip guy in general. I don't mm-hmm. like chips because. It's like you get you feel really greasy. It's after. like eating packing peanuts. Yeah, uh, not, um, you can't yeah. eat packing peanuts. Like, <laughs> I wish you would. The only chips I'm a big fan they're, of—they're edible. They're just—they're—they're—they're—they're—they're they're, 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 uh, they're starch. The only chips I'm a big fan of are Tostitos scoops, and specifically the multi—the multi-grain variety. They're crunchier. They're sturdier. They get the job done. Fair. Uh, the only chips I'll really buy are like the kettle cooked. 
Kettle cooked is so, man. Kettle crunchier cooked. chip is the way to go. Cape crunchier, Cod. thicker chip. Yeah. And that matte bag. Yes. Mm. Mm, so absolutely. Good. Good yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Goes good with a nice sandwich. Nice Ooh. turkey sandwich. Put it. Put it under the under the bread. For the it crunch. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Fair enough. Anyway. All right, folks. So. It is a big weekend in Auburn athletics. Huge weekend. Uh, beginning tonight, Thursday, the 27th, uh, 7 p.m., women's basketball taking on number four, Tennessee. No, Tennessee. Number four, Tennessee. The Lady Vols of Tennessee are visiting Auburn Arena. 500 headbands from the College Vault pop-up shop will be given out to the first 500 what? students there. Um, one headband will be given to each of the first 500 students, not 500 headbands to the first 500 students. Friday, 10 a.m., Equestrian versus New Paltz. If you know what that is, uh, that's at 10 a.m. Also, Equestrian versus Sewanee, University of the South at 3 p.m. Tomorrow at 7 p.m., we have number eight, Auburn Gymnastics, taking on number nine, Alabama Gymnastics. Doors open for that one at 6.30 for an 8 p.m. meet. First 500 students inside the doors will receive a free Chick-fil-A sandwich, Alex. No, uh, what? No three payments. In I mean, I was already going to be one of the first 500 students there, but now I'll guarantee yeah. it. Orange T-shirts for the first 1,500 students. Um or if you wear a small like me, oh. first 50 people that with a small torso, Boom. Um, be loud, be early to that one. It is the all-Auburn, all-orange gymnastics meet. So if you are planning on going and not sitting in the student section or not planning on being one of the first 1,500 students there, please wear orange to support the gymnastics team. I was at the meet last week against Iowa State. A lot of fun. Gymnastics is like, you don't. Imagine it being fun in your mind's eye. It's awesome. Exactly, because I, I it's, went. It's like, it's like, it's like a, a guaranteed three pointer every every two minutes. You just ah, get to go crazy. That's good. You know? That's good. That's a good point. Yeah, I went my freshman year for our first meet, and we didn't really know what to expect. And now, you know, this team is good, and they already were good. And then they added Suni Lee, a gold medalist, and this matchup with Alabama is going to be huge. Alabama is one of the most storied gymnastics programs in the SEC with six national championships and thirty three Super Six appearances, and. This this Auburn team could go far. So this is going to be a huge meet, and it's, I think it's going to be a great environment. Yep, and just another chance for Auburn to beat Alabama this year. Indeed. I believe they're uh, five and two across all sports uh, against the Crimson Tide this year. I think so. This hey, is it, I, okay, yeah, just in just twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. some guy made some calculations like last week about that, but yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. So uh, get your crane kicks ready. Um, Saturday the 29th, we have Equestrian versus Dartmouth, the Mean Green of Dartmouth. That is at 11 a.m., so big weekend for the Equestrian. They have three different events on Friday and Saturday. On Saturday, we also have number one men's basketball team taking on Oklahoma. That one is going to tip off at 1 p.m., doors open at 11.30 a.m., but you know the drill. I believe the word from athletics is line formation officially at 7 a.m., if you would like to join the chaos out on the Village Green, SEC Big 12 Challenge, as you know, some other notable games going on on Saturday. I believe Baylor will be traveling to Coleman Coliseum to take on Alabama. Uh, Kentucky will be taking on Kansas, and Tennessee will be taking on Texas. So big games in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. There's also going to be a college vault pop-up shop uh, outside the arena or maybe just inside the arena with if you know that original Aubie logo, that very stylized. Ooh, uh, I love the Aubie yeah, logo. Yeah, not not quite the Aubie we know and love today. Kind of like the the shaggier, more like hippie looking Aubie. Yes. More angular. Awesome. Yes. Like would would hang out with red shirt shaggy, with the, with not the, green the, shirt. Yeah. Shaggy. yeah. Oh my god. He'd be a ghoul school. 
Davis. So it's the 80s throwback game as well. So if you have an awesome 80s outfit you'd like to wear to the game, please do so. Um, I'm going to have to call my parents to bring my yeah. 80s outfit. Back, back in time. Don't need a credit card to ride this train. You get that one, Alex? All that good stuff. Uh, no, I don't, actually. Uh, back to the Future. I just ah. saw a Back to the Future tweet. Wow. <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, there will also be, if you were around for the ladies' game, you saw the Joe Champy dedication banner. Uh, there will be a Sonny Smith banner dedication. Same deal on Saturday. So the legendary women's coach was already honored. The legendary men's coach, Sonny Smith, who you may recognize from the Auburn Sports Network's broadcast of the game, he will have a banner raised to the rafters on Saturday before the game where your favorite 80s apparel. The first 500 students will receive an Auburn tie-dye bucket hat. Whoa. Oh. Yo, bucket hats. Very cool. You know, I don't think that's fair for some people, like me, because I can't wear a bucket hat. Well, you can, first 500. There's, we can make it work. First 501 students. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Davis will not be accepting it. That's that's a shame. Sunday, 1.30 p.m. No, that's not right. Sunday is the 30th of January, which is 1.30. Um, but at 1 p.m., the men's tennis team will be taking on the Badgers of Wisconsin inside the Yarborough Tennis Center. That is completely inside, so if you're looking to escape the cold, you can go watch men's tennis against Wisconsin 1 p.m. on Sunday. And then uh, looking ahead just a little bit, but this is a big game, so we need to tell you about it. 8 p.m., number one men's basketball, hopefully still number one at the time of this game. We'll be taking on the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Another chance to beat the Crimson Tide this year for the Tigers. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. for that one. And, um, yeah, should be fun. 8 p.m. tip as the Tide take on the Tigers. This one's a whiteout. So uh, wear your white jungle shirt. We'll give away some jungle shirts because we have some leftovers. But go ahead and just wear white um, to white out the Tide, if, uh, if you will. Indeed. I unfortunately uh, free, be able to make that one. Free pizza yes. in line from Baumhauer's, Whoa. I hear. Yeah. Baumhauer's is pizza? Heard pizza yeah, was, they do. I heard pizza was going to be there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Man was there. Oh, Lord. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, once again, uh, the more pressing matter of all of that is to get to gymnastics early to have dinner on Auburn Athletics. For five, first 500 students will receive a Chick-fil-A sandwich and the first 1,500. We'll get a T-shirt. If you haven't seen the shirt, it's pretty cool. It's just plain, I have not actually. It's just plain orange. It says War Eagle and Auburn Gymnastics beneath it. War so, Eagle. Great undershirt. Great Shacker shirt. The freshman year T-shirt was crazy. It was uh, two gymnasts forming an AU side by side. That was pretty cool. I still got that shirt. Cool. You'll, you'll you'll find it in a Plato's closet like five <laughs> years from now. Oh yeah. Or right now. Or at no. the Atelier in a few years. Oh yeah. Goodness. That pl- I just found that place. It's right next to my apartment. I didn't know that. How did you not know this guy? I because like because Davis talks about all the time. I'm like Davis, yes, where yes, is it? And he's like, I don't it's know. Right beside. I did not say I don't know. I told you it's right beside your place. It was like I don't know, man. I don't know where it is. I'm not gatekeeping the atelier. I want it, them to succeed. Oh well, Davis, we should go. I went the other day. That like that, that stopped you. Before. Every time I'm like Davis, we should hang out. He's like, I already did that, Alex. Oh, well, you got you got. I'm a busy man. Oh, oh you, you, you got plans, Davis. I'm busy trying to stop the zero point, Alex. <laughs> yeah. We gotta oh get gotta get the rock on board. Oh, All right, we should uh, yeah we should do a show from there. We should just get the get, get the guys together. Yeah, they'd be fine with that. Cool. I don't, I don't know if they're open at this hour, but uh, I'm not sure if they are either. But they open at 12, 12, 12 to seven. Some of their biggest fans are are dwellers of this show. So, boom. I was recommending music to him the other day when I went. Alex, were you in Weagle yesterday? Uh, at what point? At what point? At all? Uh, yeah. Did you see me? No, I didn't. Oh well, never mind. Forget about it. That's unfortunate, Forget Davis. This I was guy. really looking forward to seeing you, man. This guy right here. The sweatshirt I was wearing I got from the Atelier. Ah, okay. There we go. Good well, stuff. It has a black bear on it. Yeah. 
Nice. It's really uh, comfortable. It's very, very, very cozy. We haven't, we haven't done Shirt of the Day in a while, but Shirt of the Day might as well have been brought to you by the Atelier, because that's, that's where the shirts come from. That's correct. A lot of them. Not all of them, though. There's a few from other sources. But, Jack, you call it what? Say, say the name of the store. Atelier. Atelier. It's Atelier. It's French. But ah. it's okay. You can. We, I used to call it the Atelier. So I figured out it's not <laughs> called that. The Atelier. It's it's French for store. Well, I didn't I didn't know it was French. So yeah, I know it's just. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, you'll call the guy who composed Carmen like Bizet if you don't know French. We all know it's Joel mm. Bizet. Mm. I don't even know who that is, but yeah, sure. He composed the he composed Carmen. Classic. All right. Uh, with that, we're gonna head to a quick break. When we return, much more to get to on the show. If you have uh, something you'd like to add. Or if you shopped at the Atelier recently and want to share what you've copped, I think as the kids say, uh, you can share that with us on Twitter at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. Uh, 15 more minutes left in the show before we get out of here at 9 a.m. Thanks for hanging out with us so far this week. If you have to hit the road, hope you enjoyed listening today. When we return, we'll be discussing the uh, Washington blank. And their I'll new, fill you in. And their new name, yeah. Uh, Alex is going to fill in that blank on the other side of this break, so don't go anywhere. We shall be right back. I feel completely recharged. Switch. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. Right here on WETL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Jack Hart, joined alongside Alex and Davis. Joining me this fine Thursday morning. It is the 27th day of January, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcoming you into the show. Quick update on the weather for today. Has warmed up just a little bit to 41 degrees. Once again, we're expecting it to get nearly to 60 this afternoon as the sun Warms things up and, excuse me, an overnight temp of 39 for the evening. There is a big polar vortex, nor'eastern thunder, snow, what do they call it, like a bomb tornado, bomb cyclone. That sounds They have all these these weather terms for it. I think it just means snow. Um, Heading towards the I-95 corridor over on the eastern seaboard between... New York City and Washington D.C. So, uh, we get more snow. Us, no. Oh. But if you uh, live in the uh, megalopolis spanning from Baltimore up to Boston, I would say expect some snow and a whole lot more coming up later in this week. And speaking of Washington D.C., we will jump on over to the recent news that well, it's been been a story for. Over a year now, but it seems like it's, I mean, they want to announce it on the second day of February. Yes. 2022. 2022. But I think they've been beaten to the punch. Exactly, because the this is from uh, Larry Legend on Twitter. Only 75 followers, so we're not sure if uh, how, how confirmed this can be. But the commanders.com domain was apparently transferred from Namecheap. To Mark Monitor, and Mark Monitor is the same company the NFL uses for 25 of its 32 team domains. That was at 7.34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, or that was yesterday, I mean. Um, yeah, so it looks like it will very likely be the Washington Commanders 
People are up in arms. I don't really care. If I'm going to be quite honest, the name of this team is like the fifth biggest thing on my list of concerns. I like the football team. That's the thing is, I did not like the football team when it was announced, but it's grown on everybody, so commanders will also grow on me. If the uniforms are good, if they keep the colors, and better yet, if Terry McLaurin is there wearing the uniform, who cares? To be quite honest, I'll never be happy until Dan Snyder does not own this team anymore. So until that day comes, I do okay. not care about the team name. Joe, also, what if Joe Rogan buys the team? Then I'll be in actually in, in an equal amount of pain. Okay. Um, Just curious. And fun fact, uh, they will be announcing them on 2-2-22, and then on 2-3-22, February 3rd, Congress is hosting a roundtable discussion on the toxic workplace of the Washington football team. After that investigation from the NFL led to nothing, they kept it sealed. Roger Goodell said, quote, I want to maintain the anonymity of the people and women that reported during the investigation. And then just outside that meeting where Goodell said that, Women in shirts said that were shirts that said we do not want to be anonymous were the victims, and they said we do not want to be anonymous when our voices heard, so that Dan Snyder and everyone could be held accountable. Snyder was fined a lot of money and held out for a year, but he'll be back with his reign of terror continuing. Because again, people were talking about this name. I have no real connection to the name Redskins because they've been awful my entire life. Like there's there is not there's not that's a good the, memory. That's the first time I've heard that name in a while. They just celebrated the 30-year anniversary of their last Super Bowl win when they were a great team. From 1972 to 1991, they made five Super Bowls. They were good, but they haven't been in my lifetime. And Dan Snyder's the common denominator, not Bruce Allen, not RG3, Jim Zorn, whoever you want to say. So as far as I'm concerned, it's going to be commanders. I don't really care that much. Would I have liked Red Wolves? Sure. Was I putting all my eggs in that basket? No. I didn't think it was going to be that to begin with, really. So, yeah, looking like it's going to be Commanders. And a lot of people are like, what does that have to do with the region? I don't know what Lions has to do with Detroit or Vikings. Well, Vikings in Minnesota makes sense, um, I guess. How? Well, it's that, cold? Well, because that's like more – I don't know. There's, uh, I think there's a, a contingent of Norwegian people and Norwegian heritage in Minnesota. I mean, I feel like if anywhere it's Commanders, it's got to be D.C. Like, that's where the Pentagon is. True. I agree. But, again, like, it's like – what does Titans have to do with Tennessee? What or what the, does Panthers have to do with Cal- or Carolina? Hey, man. What, no, if, uh, what do Rams have to do with all engines? The point is, I don't care, but people are saying that. What if their helmet had, like, a Pentagon on it? So that's what um, must, a lot of people are saying, is they're going to incorporate the three-star flag of, D- of Washington, D.C. into it. Right. But again, that's not the chief, chief of my concern. My concern is the fact that they're going to be the Washington, D.C. commanders, and they're going to get a stadium in Virginia. Well. Why won't they move into the city or near the city? Instead, they're moving further and further away. And, of course, this is all a problem created by Dan Snyder because they wouldn't have to move if he didn't let the stadium fall into a state of disrepair. But it currently is in a state of disrepair where fans nearly fell on Jalen Hurts and sewage is shooting out of the top of the stadium. I mean, they play in Maryland now, right? Exactly. In one of the worst locations and worst stadiums I've seen in my life. You ever been? Yes, I have. Awesome. I went he missed, in. He missed school one I time did. In I high missed. School. I missed Miss Pritchett's uh, English class to go see Washington play Green Bay in the playoffs in 2016 in one of the most fun games of my life. Washington lost by 15, but a very, very fun game. Rule one: If you're going to an NFL game nowadays, go to the top deck. That's where all the season ticket holders are, and that's, that's where the right. funniest um, fans are. When we went to the Cam Newton return game mm-hmm. back in November, Davis, correct? There were. I count at least three luchadors up there in the yep. top, was. top deck with us. With our up deck, we had we had um, the Candyman, who anytime the team scores a touchdown and makes their extra point to get seven points, he opens up a bag full of candy and other goodies and throws it to the fans behind him like it's a parade. 
He was a really awesome. nice guy. Have you seen this guy that um, throws a TP roll at, at Arrowhead every, every time the Chiefs kick an extra point? Wait, yes, I have. I so have. As as they're kicking it, he throws it across the crossbars from the perspective of the camera. Really? So it always stands out. Nice. And I heard that he uh, couldn't afford to go to the AFC Championship, oh. so a bunch of like the uh, the YouTube community of like Highlight Heaven and all those all those channels, they like crowdfunded him some seats so he can continue the tradition. That is a W. That's a major W for humanity Must right there. Must have been all those, the, the sports cases. Wholesome 100. And so that's a major W for all of humanity. But yeah, so looking like it's going to be Commanders. I Then again, Commanders versus Cowboys. Eh, it's not terrible. I can, I can rock with that. But I mean, again. He's talked himself into it. I mean, again, what, what are the New York Giants? Yeah. They're so, big, big guys. It's just a I fun guess. name. That, that logo. Again, that's the point. Yeah, it doesn't That's have the point. To, it yeah. doesn't matter. Would you rather be the New York Big Apple? Hey. What do the New York Knickerbockers have to do with anything? Yeah. Not nah, pants or no pants. All right, uh, let's uh, let's move on to some world news before we get out of here today. Oh dear. Uh, we do, we, man. We got to talk about Russia real quick. Oh gosh. Look, um, just you know, in case I DM'd him and told him to stop. So <laughs> you got it under control. All right, Davis has the situation handled. He's going to get the rock and take care of it. Um, just, you know, in case the world ends over the weekend before we get right. back on Monday, I do want to touch on it. These bullet points are coming courtesy of CNN. Where things stand right now, the Kremlin, uh, so the Russian government, has said written response from U.S. and NATO on Russia security demands failed to address its concerns. Hour-long talks on Wednesday, Russian and Ukrainian negotiators agreed that a permanent ceasefire in eastern Ukraine must be observed unconditionally. Tensions between Moscow and Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, are their highest in years, with a large Russian troop build up near the shared borders of the two former Soviet republics. And lastly, Ukraine's foreign minister says Russia has not yet assembled enough troops for a full-scale invasion. So that is where things stand right now on the 27th day of January. Things, it looks, it's a lot of talk right now, and, uh, but escalation continues. It is, and I think part of it is it's all very transparent on the part of Russia. They are all claim they are currently claiming the idea is that they feel their security has been threatened by NATO's expansion into Eastern Europe. The reality is they don't want NATO in Eastern Europe because they would probably like to extend their sphere of influence back into Eastern Europe, as as was the case during the Soviet Union era of the Cold War. So that's likely what's going to happen. Just learn this lesson from history. No matter what, I do not think an invasion of Russia is even considerable because, well, nobody wins if you invade Russia, ever. Mm, mm, mm. They will they will burn their own cities before they let you take the country. We saw that in World War II. Oh, no, so, I, I feel like they wouldn't do that again. Uh, I don't know. The, the it's crazy there, man. It's I, been it's been a while since I don't know. I, I don't know either, but it's crazy. They they send people also, to Siberia. I feel like I don't have polls on this, but I feel like this invasion isn't very popular with the people. But I don't know. Well, who people? The Russian the people? The Russian. I mean, I, Russia is that such is the problem of trying to get a sense of the people. Yeah. There, there are few countries as active on a social media standpoint as the U.S. You can get a greater idea of what well, the people are like. But Ukraine has a very funny Twitter account. True, they, they do. do. They post. They post a very funny meme about that. Um, but I think nationalism is definitely something that has been growing in Russia, I think, since the end of the Soviet Union, because it's essentially like revisionist history. It's like, it's like, um, 
I think I think it may follow the it, relative same context as the revisionist history of the South and in the Confederacy in the Civil War, Good where example. it became it became like that, where. Ten years after, everyone's like, this was a bad idea, but as the veterans of that war died off, the younger generations began to revise exactly what happened, and we're like, these were the better days. Even though we know the Soviet Union was not chilling in the good days towards the end of their run, they collapsed. They did not get beaten in a war. They just collapsed in on themselves. So I think that's what's happening, and I think specifically with China backing them and China maybe pushing them in a certain direction, I don't know. Again, I don't know anything on this. I'm just saying theories about what could be happening, but yeah. it's crazy. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's no it's no secret that Russia's kind of been prodding the Ukraine for the you know, past exactly. 20 years now, whether it's the Crimean invasion or that. I think the big thing that will go, it goes on kind of un known by the a lot of people is that the cyber attacks that Russia continues to throw at the Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, they basically shut down their entire ta- taxation and banking system for a while um, a couple, uh, within the past five years. So it, it's almost like a dress rehearsal for something bigger. I think what it is is it's also a lesson to be taken from World War II. It's a lesson on appeasement. They are trying to see exactly how far they can go without a response. Because, you know, that's, that, that's kind of the way that most conquerors have gone lately is they'll go a bit and they'll say, what are you going to do? We promise we won't do any more. And then they do more. And more, and that that was that's what happened to Crimea in, in 2014. They did Crimea, and they said, "What are you guys gonna do? Sanctions? Eh, they don't really care because I mean, come sanction me with your army. I mean, if they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if they if they want what they want, they sanctions are the least of their concerns. But yeah, it's it's crazy times we live in. Then again, the the last time there was threats of World War Three, the COVID pandemic really uh, distracted yeah. everybody. So I wonder if we're near another big distraction on the horizon. Whoops. All right. Uh, hopefully on Monday morning we will report that all this ended quietly over the weekend, but we will try to keep you updated as best we can here on Compact Discord. So let's end with some good news before we get out of here today. There's going to be a dance battle. There's going to be a dance battle. That's how they're going to end the between war. Between Kiev and Moscow, yes. They're going to go on Eurovision and settle it with song. Um, WEGL will be making an appearance over at Jungle Village Saturday morning before the Oklahoma game uh, as the Tigers take on the Sooners in Auburn Arena. If you're hanging out in the line, you'll be greeted by the dulcet tones of some of our favorite folks here at WEGL and some music. So we'll try to do our best to keep you entertained. So if you're heading out of that line, just know you're in good hands from the entertainment standpoint. And with that, we are going to get out of here for today and for the entire week. So thank you so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. However you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast. Absolutely. PSA break free wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for Compact Discourse. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU, that's at C-D-I-C-A-U, for links to the podcast, important information about the show, and pictures from the show as we discuss things. You can also tweet at us to get your voice on the show, join the conversation, and be a part of Auburn's only student-run Drive Time Morning Show. You might want to go ahead and follow WEGL on Twitter and Instagram at WEGL underscore AU, that's WEGL underscore AU, our dedicated team of marketing professionals working tirelessly to provide you with high-quality content for fans of the station, including we've got Auburn stages tonight in Langdon Hall, so be sure to go to that account to check things out there. And for that, for Jack Hart, Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you a great weekend, and we will talk at you Monday morning at 8 a.m. for another exciting week of Compact Discourse. As always, this is Jack Hart signing off, and War Eagle. Is this haunted room actually stretching?